Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This episode 115 for the week of October 27th, 2019. And I want to welcome back my co-host, who is just coming back from Walt Disney World, Katie. Katie, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. I think I might finally be caught up on sleep after a very long vacation. Uh, But I don't know. I might need another nap later on today. Oh, geez. Well, I mean, your vacation looked awesome. You guys seem like you're just always on the go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I could see how that could be a little bit tiring. (laughs) We actually, believe it or not, this is probably the slowest trip I've ever had. Um, But we also, like, that doesn't really say much because we were go, 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 go every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I did get to sleep in a little. I mean, how was it? Tell tell us. uh, I mean, we're going to have a a full trip report, but just tell, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun. It really was. And it was great just being the two of us. Um, cause in the past I've been with a bunch of friends or with my whole family and it's just a little, it's a much different experience when you can just kind of go where you want to go and not have to ask seven different people what they want to do. Um, but it was, it was awesome. We got to see so much. We spent so much time in galaxy's edge. Oh my gosh. It's, that's obviously the highlight of my trip. <laughs> um, it's as incredible as everyone has been saying. Um, but even so I had high expectations, like very, very high expectations and it completely blew me away still. Um, so that's really fun. We went to the Halloween party, which was awesome. I hadn't done that since I was a kid. So it was good to get back in trick or treat again and see all the new ride enhancements. Um, but yeah, overall so much fun. Um, go, go, go for sure. We mm. did a lot. <laughs> and it was, this is the longest trip I've ever had to, for, it was like eight full days pretty much with the way our flights worked out. So by the end of it, I was definitely not ready to come home, but I was like, okay, I feel like we accomplished a lot yeah. and I'll be back in three months. So I'm okay. <laughs> ah, Plus, perfect. By the, yeah. By the end of the trip, both Nick and I also had colds. So we were kind of not feeling the greatest. We uh, were just kind of powering yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. You always, you always get sick right after them, unfortunately. Uh, yep. Those Disney germs, man. I know. They're the best. I know. We, we always keep like hand wipes with us and Purell oh, like all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always try to do that. But I mean, that's great that you had a fantastic time. Um, And we're yeah, we're going to hear all about it. We're going to be recording an episode later this week uh, to hear everything that happened on your trip. So pumped to see that looks like you met some some cool uh, friends that we we have on Instagram, which is is cool. That was so much fun. Met up with Ashley, met up with Aaron. It was awesome. Cool. 
Awesome. Sounds good. So I assume, I mean, all the Halloween festivities are happening this weekend. Did you partake in anything or did you guys just kind of relax? We just relaxed. We didn't do anything and it was, it's been great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's also been super rainy all weekend. So yesterday, I think it it really did rain all day, the whole day. Um, We did go out and see a movie. We saw The Joker, which was good, very dark. Um, (laughs) But it was, it was good so that we actually got out of the house. But other than that, we've been, we've been staying inside, did some baking, made some cookies and watching a lot of movies and Netflix and football. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. This Halloween's our like favorite holiday. So Mm -hmm. we had a, we usually have like a big Halloween party with like maybe like 40, 50 people, but like we've really scaled it back this year. It was only like 15 or 16 of us. So we had a Halloween party last night. Fun. Yeah. So my wife and I were, uh, we were, were Peter Pan and Wendy and it's weird because like there was another couple that was Peter Pan and the shadow uh, or yeah. And his shadow. So it was funny. I was like, how, what's the coincidence of like having just a small party and there's two Peter Pans. Here, right. So. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, sounds like fun. And yeah. I guess I maybe missed out on the Halloween stuff, but I feel like being at Disney last week was a lot of the Halloween. Oh, for so sure. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I spookied out enough. No, no, definitely. Yeah. The Halloween party more than it makes up for <laughs> it. Yeah. I mean, I, we're going to the Halloween party this upcoming Friday. Uh, November 1st. So I can't wait to do that. So I, I'm excited to hear about like your kind of tips and like what you guys did, because I'm getting advice from all these other people that have gone I'm like, okay, what did you do? And everyone, I keep hearing the same thing. So I, I don't know if this rings true to you, but everyone keeps saying, yes, it's crowded and you're, you just have to deal with it. But everyone's been able to accomplish everything they they set out to do like they feel like they just didn't have a problem of seeing all the shows g- yeah. going on all the overlays do you does that ring true to you yeah for the most part um i didn't meet as many characters but we weren't really trying to meet characters and the ones that we did meet we barely waited for honestly um and we got to do all of the overlays we saw all of the shows and honestly it, it wasn't that crowded it, 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 i don't know I, I guess i didn't really see it as big crowds i think when we saw um the fireworks show, they, since they only had one of those shows, um, that was a little bit crowded. And we got there maybe like five minutes before it actually started because we were in line to meet characters. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. We didn't get a good view and it was very crowded on Main Street and whatnot. But other than that, we got everything we needed. Um, and I mean, we didn't trick or treat as much, but that was, again, more personal preference than actual yeah. not able to. Mm-hmm. And we still got a ton of candy just for the few lines that we did go there. So, um, yeah, right, I mean, cool. I'd, I'd agree. It was crowded, but it was very doable. Awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, no, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about that on the upcoming Trip Report episode. Awesome. Um, cool, yeah. So before we get into the news, uh, there is a, some, some news that wasn't park-related that came out this week. And it was announced that if you are a Verizon customer, uh, you are able to get a free year of, of Disney+. Plus. Um, now, I'm bringing this up. So if you saw on any of my social media on Instagram or Facebook, I made a post because my I work – I mean I, I always – I don't know if I ever mentioned who I work for, but I, I work for Verizon Wireless. And one of the projects I worked on was creating uh, an enrollment flow for customers to sign up for Disney+. Plus. So I've known about this since September, and I've just been like – dying to share it with like all of our <laughs> Disney friends because like to me all these promotions have been coming out and I'm like a free year of Disney plus that's phenomenal like mm-hmm. so I've just been like holding it on the inside and I just I haven't been able to share share out what it was 
Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to that. Um, just something that, that's not podcast related, but something I do for my real job is, uh, so I helped build that on uh, the Verizon side and getting users sign up for the Disney Plus uh, if you have Fios. So uh, real quick, you just have to be a, a, a new Fios customer or you have to have unlimited on your Verizon plan and you can get one free year of Disney Plus, which is awesome. Um, and from what I found out, if people bought like those like crazy three-year promotions, apparently they'll put it on hold, and then you could still get that for a year. So, yeah, I heard that too. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of late in the game because when we first started working on it, that wasn't a thing. You had to have like a new account. So uh, that's great that Disney and Verizon are. Well, I think that's more Disney that Disney's allowing that than us. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to that because. Day one, Disney Plus, I'm I'm watching it. So, yeah, I, I, I assume you're getting it, right? I am getting it. So we're not Verizon or Fios members. I've been looking into changing my phone plan, though. So maybe we'll do some changes before that. Uh, I mean, well. Of, kind of running out of time for that. Yeah, um, I don't know if but, it's worth changing just for that. Well, yeah. No, probably not. But yeah. I, I need a new phone plan anyway. So, um, but yeah, definitely going to be getting Disney Plus. Definitely going to be uh, watching every single thing and honestly i think i'm more excited for the decoms than the actual disney movies because i haven't seen those disney channel movies in so long like xenon and all of those oh my oh, gosh Fan phantom of the megaplex phantom of the megaplex oh, yes man i love that Classic. as a kid yeah. yeah so very excited we'll definitely be doing disney plus and i think this is a stellar deal and how cool was it to work on it for you like oh my gosh yeah. how exciting yeah it was fun so um but yeah so yeah just wanted to kind of call that out so a uh, little piece of news that wasn't uh, Disney Parks related, but let's get into the Disney Parks news. Uh, Katie, you've been gone from from this for a bit. I know. Um, I feel like I've missed a lot. Well, <laughs> I, still I mean, have a lot of probably, catching up to do. Yeah, I, I mean, you were gone for like two weeks, but you were mm -hmm. away on vacation and stuff, so it's totally, totally fine. <laughs> Um, so uh, I'm going to start with this first one. Now, to me, I thought this was the most interesting that came out this past week. Uh, this is a big change uh, throughout the parks is that, Katie, I don't know if you do this, but I know a lot of people that do. They they have the fuel rods, uh, rechargeable batteries. Um, do, you, do, do you know anything about the fuel rods? Um, honestly, I, I mean, I knew they existed. I never used them because I have my own battery pack that works a million times better. And to be honest, when this news came out, I didn't really understand why it was such a big deal because i never knew that it ever wasn't a charge for it you know i always thought you had to pay for it which is probably why i didn't understand <laughs> why why anyone would do it yeah um no so the, yeah uh, this has been a big deal throughout the like community because mm -hmm. uh if you're not familiar with the fuel rod stations uh they are uh, a portable charging system that just like allows you to charge your mobile device on the go um uh, and then at any of the stations throughout Disney property, where it's Disneyland or Disney World, you can, uh, once it, it's depleted, you can go and swap for a brand a brand new one at these stations. Uh, so like what you had to do is you had to purchase a starter kit, which costs around $30 on Disney property, uh, but like other locations, you can get it for like 22 bucks, uh, depending on where you buy it. So you just have to buy the starter kit, um, and then you can, if uh, you can swap the, the depleted battery for a new one for free. Like there was no charge whatsoever. Um, but beginning November 1st, across all of the Disney Parks locations in the U.S., uh, fuel rods will now cost $3 per swap. Um, 
which to me is kind of insane because like going from free to three dollars and from what i understand these fuel rods definitely like aren't the best i mean they'll charge your phone but there are definitely a lot better rechargeable batteries out there um so i know a lot of people were upset by this news because that's that's a lot of money like three dollars mm-hmm. per swap so like depending on how much you use your phone how big your family is if you do this like that it, i mean it adds up i mean it's not a lot but still it's three dollars per swap is is kind of a kind of a big deal and like i was actually considering um doing this for the upcoming trip because like i didn't want to have to bother like um, recharge like I have tons of really good rechargeable batteries but I was like oh, I don't have to wor- want to worry about like recharging them every night if I use them because I really want to use the Play Disney Parks app on mm-hmm. this next trip and what from everyone says it kills your battery and yes. like you were saying uh, at Galaxy's Edge you spent a lot of time in the land did mm-hmm. you did you use the Play Disney Parks app at all during that time? Oh my time? god yeah oh tons of it it was very immersive and that was probably one of the coolest things about being in there too um but like you said it it really does drain your battery like so so fast because you can't play when you're on low power mode because it messes up the blah 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 something i don't know i kept giving i kept getting a pop-up so i turned off my low power mode um which is just typically on when i'm at disney because i know i'm gonna be saving my battery (laughs) same i always Um, have it on yeah so you can't have low battery uh low power mode and easily after, you know, and you, you just get so wrapped up into the app. We would be like, Nick and I would both be standing next to each other, looking at our phones, not talking for probably 10 minutes, just <laughs> playing the games and interacting with the other, um, you know, spaceships and everything around the area. So you're on your phone and you get so immersed in it, which probably speaks a lot to our society, but um, <laughs> it's it drained my battery immediately. I would go from like 100% to 30% in just a couple minutes. Um, my battery probably also isn't that good, but you needed a battery pack for sure. And one of these fuel rods, I've heard, I've asked a couple people and I'm getting like, oh, it'll charge your phone maybe like 50, 75%. And that's that's not going to get you very far. <laughs> so you would need to be re, like re um, swapping these out multiple times, which then when it now has to charge $3 per swap, that gets a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I thought like that. I mean, that cost could just add up, especially now that you spoke to people that say, yeah, it's only 50, 50 to 70. Yeah. You're going to be mm-hmm. wanting to use free rods a lot more. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure. I mean, I'm definitely not getting it now. There's absolutely no way because I have multiple battery packs that I can use. But uh, usually I don't carry around anything in my pockets at all. And I actually I bought like a Haunted Mansion fanny pack, which (laughs) I'm going to be using on my trip because I have actually I have a a lens for my phone, like a camera lens for my phone that I'm going to be carrying. Uh, But also because I want to be carrying battery packs with me this time because I want to use the Play Disney Parks app. I was preparing for it. But now I'm definitely not getting fuel rods and I'll just have to uh, just recharge my batteries every night, um, which is fine. So it's, I'm just going to have to prepare for it. Yeah. And so I have a couple thoughts on that. So if you have multiple, just use one each day and have the other one charge when you're gone and swap out every single day. I think that would be – I've heard people do that. And then the one I use is actually – it's really – heavy duty or long lasting or however you want to phrase it but it lasted us a couple days of like i think it said it would get us four full charges um when it's fully charged so we would use this battery pack and had multiple ports in it so we could both be charging at the same time oh you have one of Um, those like heavy duty ones oh man yeah it's legit um 
And honestly, and I, we charged it maybe once or twice over the course of the trip just to be safe, but it never died on us. And it had always had plenty of juice to keep us going. Um, and I think it's also really important to have a long enough charging cable that you can still have it charging while still being on oh, yeah. the phone if needed. You need to get at least like a six footer. I mean, <laughs> I, I think three feet will be fine, but like, I like having this, the six feet just to, uh, right, just to be able to wander. Yeah, have that comfort <laughs> or, com- or that comfort room. Yeah. I mean, cause what I would do, I would have the charging pack and everything in my backpack or in my fanny and I would just have my phone out with the cord attached and I never I never thought anything different of it yeah yeah so. no it's that's that's a really good tip yeah having getting the big ones because then yeah multiple people people can use it at a time um one of the things I I, I do this is this is probably like if you're someone like me I mean I don't bring my DSLR to the parks anymore but like if you bring your DSLR camera to the parks like say you have a lot of equipment and you need to charge at once uh I actually bring everywhere I go with me no matter what to any vacation I bring like this um surge protector power strip with me and it's fantastic because it comes with uh four outlets as well as four uh usb charging ports nice um and it's great it's actually really lightweight um i have like a whole charging kit pack there's i have all these like cables in there I, i always keep it in there when i travel but like i can charge like eight things at a time uh with this thing i just plug it in i that's where i plug my batteries in uh my camera batteries if i need to probably not this trip but like other trips um and i'll I'll link it in the show notes like it's called a my my boat uh power strip and katie send me the one that you have uh that you were just talking about and i'll I'll link that in the show notes so people can uh kind of take a look at those but yeah so i can charge multiple things in my room at a time and it's, it's fantastic it's good i don't have to like worry about trying to find other power strips and Everything's located in one spot. Um, right. But yeah, I might have to, uh, I have like, I think I have like eight portable charging kits because they're all like, oh my God. they're all just, sing- they're all single use ones. So I, th- I feel like mm-hmm. I'm going to have to bring all of them with me to see what kind of, see what happens. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so fear rod stations, uh, that's, that's starting November 1st at Disney parks. So the, one of the first days that I'm there, that'll be starting. So yeah, I'm, I'm not doing fuel rods anymore. Um, so yeah, three dollars per swap, and that is the the news there. So, uh, Katie, this one, uh, this next piece of news, uh, I'm going to go to you for a lot of this because uh, this has to do with the Disney look for mm, cast members. Yes. Uh, now, no, a lot of people know. I mean, maybe you don't know, but uh, for the most part, cast members have to look a, a certain way. Uh, and this goes back to pretty much like the opening of Disneyland. Like Walt had like a vision of like what he wanted a Disney cast member to look. Uh, and pretty much like the, this Disney look, there were these guidelines that were just pretty much set in stone. And that pretty much like they regulated the appearances of like piercings, tattoos, hairstyles, uh, jewelry. Um, I mean, over the years, they've gotten a bit more relaxed. Um, so like facial hair, usually uh, at the beginning, it was only um, it was only like mustaches for a bit. But then... Men were able to grow beards where they were only like a quarter inch. Uh, but uh, so, Katie, before I get to what the news was and how it's changing, when you were a cast member, like what was your experience with the Disney look? Did it affect you at all? Or, or I don't know what you can say to that. Oh, yeah, it is incredibly strict and they are very uh, in tune to making sure everyone does follow these rules. Um, I mean, I never got in trouble for anything um but there were multiple times that um like i have a necklace that i wear every single day i had to stop wearing that 
Um, and I was pretty good about taking it off and taking it on and, and putting it back on. Um, but there was one day I remember that I, I forgot to take it off in the morning or wherever before I went into work. Um, and they made me go take it off, even though it was just a simple chain and you can't even see it under my call. It was under my, under my costume even, um, but you could see the chain. And so they made me take that off. Couldn't wear any rings, any jewelry, any bracelets. You can have hair ties around your wrist. I believe I always got yelled at for that. Cause I always have a hair tie on my wrist. Um, your earrings, I have multiple piercings in my ears. Um, you're only wear, allowed to wear one set of earrings. Um, so actually over the course of my eight months there, like one of my holes that I have pierced actually ended up closing up because I couldn't put an earring in. Oh, geez. <laughs> Which, not a big deal, really. But, yeah. Um, and yeah, all the time I would get like, oh, Katie, you can't be wearing that. Or, oh, hey, you need to take that off. Or, oh, I see something on your wrist. You need to take it off. Um, so I, like, I don't have any tattoos. I don't have crazy hair or anything like that. But um, even the cast members I know who do have, you know, tattoos, I have, there's one of my friends, she has a tattoo on her leg. And so she always has to either wear the long pants or she has a pair of shorts that are just long enough that will cover her tattoo. Um, or if you have any tattoos on your arms, you have to wear long sleeves under your costume, no matter how hot it is. Uh, cra it's crazy strict, crazy strict. Yeah, it it seems they're getting a little bit relaxed. I mean, not too much, but uh, yeah. some of the yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the news now is that with I mean that would solve your necklace thing is they're allowing cast members mm -hmm. to be able to wear one necklace and one bracelet if they if they choose to. So that's good. But previously, like the only things that they could wear were if they were like medical alert bracelets or necklaces, like they were able to wear that. Um, but now, yeah, you'd be able to wear your necklace. No, with the rings, if like if you're married at all, like are you able to wear the rings? Like how? Does yeah, that work? I think that was allowed. I think that was more like statement jewelry oh, wasn't gotcha. allowed. Okay. I can't remember specifically about what the exact rule was. Um, but yeah, it, like marriage rings, that kind of thing was okay. But if you were someone who wore like multiple rings or like statement things with big gems on them, um, that wasn't allowed. Okay. All right. So yeah, so that's uh, the one big change um, there. Now for men, um, well, I mean, bra bracelets or necklaces, it could go either way. I, I, but for this one is men specifically. Uh, now, they were, you, you were able to have a beard, but it was only uh, it could only be a shorter than a quarter of an inch, which is pretty short. But now cast members can grow their beards to a well-groomed full inch, uh, which is pretty significant. I mean, an inch is pretty long, to be honest. It's it's. I mean, I have a beard. Uh, mine's probably almost like two inches or something maybe more i just had i just had a haircut yesterday i just got <laughs> i got mine groomed up for the trip coming up but uh but yeah so it could be a full inch now which is i mean hey i like i, th I think uh, i mean i like i just love beard so i mean that's awesome mm -hmm. uh, but yeah so that's the those are the changes for the disney look so that was one of the big things with the cast members this past week so i'm, I'm sure a lot of people are happy about that but uh as far as like necklaces and bracelets i'm i feel like they're still gonna have to be strict on like what they are because like you made a good point like what if they're like a statement bracelet mm -hmm. like if they're really trying to like what if someone has like a specific look like uh say like someone likes to dress like a punk rocker i don't know that's like the most stereotypical and they like <laughs> to have like a bracelet with like spikes on it like i don't think that could be a thing right um so they they're probably still going to like be strict on like what kind of necklace or bracelet you can wear. Like I assume like a gold chain or a silver chain, like something won't be too mm -hmm. bad, 
Like, I mean, I know a lot of people like to wear the Alex and Ani bracelets with like Disney characters on it. Like, can you wear that? So mm-hmm. I still have a lot of questions on what they can and can't wear. Um, maybe, maybe I'll ask some cast members on this trip. Like, hey, what's uh, what's the inside uh, uh, inside news? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's the Disney look. Any any last things you want to add there before we move on? Um, no, I mean, I think it is funny that they're making a big deal that this has changed, which it is a big deal, but I still see a lot of progress to be made, um, just keeping up with diversity and just how the times are. I think this is a good start, but I think there's more still to come. I understand Walt had his vision, but I think um, nowadays I think it's a little bit different um, and self-expression is much more important. So hopefully we see more of these kind of changes moving forward. I like that. Yeah, no, for sure. So, all right. So this next one, you know, this is really exciting because we are talking about the Epcot entrance. No, very exciting news there. Um, but people have been kind of complaining about what's been going on. I mean, Epcot is Wall City right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what everyone's calling it. And Katie, you probably just experienced Ugh. it. But yep. um, I was just watching a very ex- extensive video over at on YouTube channel Mickey Views. I've talked about that in the past, but... They, he just put like out a half hour explaining everything that's going on in Epcot. And I'm just like, wow, there are literally walls everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the first things they started working on was like the the parking, uh, not like outside entrance to Epcot. So like not when like you're inside um, where like the monuments or the, the monoliths used to be for the that celebration. I can't remember what it's called, where they had all the, et- the people etched uh, in yeah. the stones. But this takes place outside. So... Uh, this is about the arrival experience for all the guests. Uh, they opened up like a new tram area and there's like some new security stations. So for like guests who park uh, and are arriving at Epcot, um, Epcot, uh, if you're parking, you have the option to walk up like a new walkway or you could take a tram all the way to like a new drop off area. Uh, it's what they're saying is it's not as close uh, to as the drop off area used to be um, because they they used to drop you off like directly into the space, which is now the new uh, security screening area. Um, so it's yeah, you still have to walk a little bit more, but that's fine. Uh, but this new security screening area uh, is actually taking place uh, underneath the monorail. Um, so the good thing is that the people that are only going into the security area are the people from the parking lot, uh, or from the buses. So that means the people from the monorail don't have to go through it like they used to. Guests arriving by monorail will only have to go, um, through security once at like the TTC. Um, so that's, that's super nice. Uh, so that it should be less crowded because I remember the last time I was there, it was like so crowded to try to get through the security um, I don't know if you had to deal with security at Epcot this time. Do you remember what it was like? Cause I don't think, I think this opened like right after you, you got back. Yeah. I didn't notice anything different, um, other than people actually working on it. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> so I, yeah, I didn't notice anything different. Even coming off of the monorail, I still had to go through the security, yeah. um, back check and all that. Um, so I it probably, I probably just missed it. Okay, yeah. So I think I think that'll that'll be really helpful. That yeah, with the people on the monorail not going through that anymore, mm-hmm. that'll really help down the security times over at uh, the Magic Kingdom or at Epcot. <laughs> yes, over at Epcot over there. So yeah, so that's uh, one of the things that started with the Epcot overhaul. But uh, yeah, it, I'm 
I feel like I'm going to be spending just way too much time in the World Showcase because I'm not going to want to, like, <laughs> walk around, uh, like, Future World at all because it's, it looks like it's pretty tough to get around. Yeah, there's very, yeah, there's not a lot to see and everything's walled up and it's kind of sad, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, once you get into um, the actual future world, East and West, there's not so much construction going on, but just like the main pathway through, like kind of the gateway to the showcase, it's just, ew, it's sad looking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. the walls are pretty, but it's they're still walls. And yeah. I, miss, I miss the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. The fountain is just like completely destroyed gone. now. Fountain of Nations. Yeah. yeah. It's all gone. So, but I mean, we're going to get a lot of cool stuff in the future. Yes. It's just going to, it's going to take time. So Hollywood Studios was under construction for a few years and now it's Epcot's turn and Hollywood Studios is pretty great right now. So that's, that's good. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so that is the Epcot overhaul. And then speaking of, uh, real quick, this is a quick story. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, um, so I, I think I cried a few times this past week because of the new Star Wars <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker trailer that came yes. out. Yeah, that came out on Monday. Uh, I already got my tickets twice to see the film. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, I got my tickets too, but only one time. Yeah, yeah me and my buddy were crazy. So in, <laughs> in New York City, it has, uh, it, in the Lincoln Square, it has like one of the best IMAX uh IMAX screens in the country like it, this thing is phenomenal like I'm, mm. I'm a huge movie, movie nerd and we were like dude we have to see the last movie on the screen so we're going we're going opening night on Thursday around us and then Saturday we're going to make a trip into the city and, and go see it there but how fun yeah so but anyways what I'm getting at is with the the trailer launch uh, this past week they also announced that Star uh, Star Tours uh, the adventure continues. We'll be getting brand new um, destinations uh, with the ride. So they did the same thing with like the Last Jedi, where you, you were able to go to a few of the locations. Uh, they're going to be updating it uh, to involve some of the new planets from the Rise of Skywalker. Um, so if you're not familiar with Star Tours, uh, you're able to go on – every time you go on there, it's pretty much different all the time. You'll go to different places throughout all the Star Wars movies. Um, yeah, it's just it's – just, it's always different. Um, so starting on December 20th, uh, a few uh, – the same day as the film comes out, uh, they're going to be – yeah, starting that over at, Walt, at the Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris, and – Tokyo Disney, so brand new uh, film over there. Uh, yeah, any any thoughts around that? Super exciting. I always love that one because you're right. I mean, it changes all the time, and it's gotten to the point where I do see the same films over and over again. Um, but I will say, one of the times writing this past trip, I saw a completely new movie that I hadn't seen before, and I was just floored. I mean, and it wasn't even, I don't think it was anything from a new movie. I think I just hadn't seen that one before. So I'm so excited to see new destinations. It's so much fun. And they take you to multiple places. So you'll have like maybe two or three mini clips. Um, So you might see one of the clip a couple times, but then one or two of them will be different. So, so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's just a, a little bit of news coming from Star Wars, not over at Galaxy's Edge, but over at Star Tours. Uh, so that's that. Uh, so Katie, why don't you bring us through this uh, this next piece of news since you have uh, a little bit of experience with this? 
Yeah, so we um, they just announced the Christmas specials taping. So every year, ABC and the Disney Channel air their televised holiday specials that are taped in the parks, um, and they usually focus on or they are hosted by an A-list celebrity. Um, they, I can't even think of who all has been there before, but it's always someone who is well known in the Disney community um, and even outside of the community. But it'll always air uh, the specials air in November and December. So they announced the dates. They're, they're going to be taking place on November 7th, 9th, and 10th. Um, the filming will include musical performances and other stage show elements. And it's going to be at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Um, so this is actually really cool because when I was a cast member down there, I actually had the opportunity to go to one of these tapings. Um, and it was quite the experience. I'm not going to lie. It was... <laughs> um, in the moment, it was absolutely terrible. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> we had to get to Magic Kingdom at like 6 a.m., stand in line for an hour, then we got to go into Main Street and then stand there for probably half an hour, and we finally got to meander our way up to the castle stage by, I don't even know, 7, 8 a.m. Was this for like cast that. members only? This was for cast members only, yes. Um, and then we were able to, like, we just kind of stood there for a long time. Now, this whole time, it's raining. Uh. And it's cold. I know Disney doesn't seem like it would be cold, but it's cold and rainy and like 7 a.m. And I'm super grumpy the whole time. Uh. Um, but then we got to see um, Ariana Grande came out to perform, who is probably one of my least favorite performers anyway. <laughs> but oh, we got to see her perform and she was... I mean, she's great. She is, but I don't like her personally. <laughs> but <laughs> she was cool. And then we saw... Um, did you ever see the when Let It Go came out and um, there are so many different, you know, YouTube videos of different people singing the song in their own interpretation? Um, I, I can't remember the girl's name, but there was one little girl who did this whole huge thing um, with a bunch of different languages and it was awesome. And she actually came to, I'll have to look up what her name is and then send it to you to link in the show notes. Um, but she actually came and performed Let It Go on stage at Magic, Magic Kingdom. She probably is like 10, maybe. And it, she was much better than Ariana Grande. <laughs> not a lot. Uh, like so much more. Um, but it was a really cool experience. And coming back from it, I would have done it a million times again. Just in the moment, wet and early and cold. And you couldn't move. You had to say exactly where you were. And you did they perform the same segments of the song over and over and over again um <laughs> which i guess is probably like every other time they do any taping but it was a lot for me to handle um but it's a really really cool experience and i always love watching on tv anyway um and it's kind of crazy to think as you're watching this you know two hour segment or however long it is that it's actually taped over multiple days over multiple different crowds and multiple yeah. areas and it's it's kind of it's cool it's really cool how they pull it all together yeah I'm, i usually always have it on i don't like watch it but it's always fun just like kind of having it in the background like yeah. this morning and stuff um but yeah it's this, these are actually taking place two of the days that i'm going to be there but it's <laughs> it's not going to affect me it looks like because uh, mm -hmm. november 7th because uh, they're only going to be filming, it says, in Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Uh, and I'm actually kind of surprised they're not going to be at Animal Kingdom with all the new decorations coming up this year. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll showcase it. I'm not sure. But anyway, so, yeah, they're going to be filming November 7th. That's like a free day for us. Like, we're going to Animal Kingdom because we have a flight of passage fast pass. But I feel like we're going to park hop that day. 
Uh, November 9th, I'm going back to the Animal Kingdom because I want to see all the holiday decorations since that's like brand new. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's going to affect us at all. But yeah, I didn't realize that like most of those tapings are for uh, cast members only. Mm-hmm. But cast members and friends and family, I think. Okay. But I, they, they do say there are segments that are recorded during park operating hours. Um, so when the park is open, guests are welcome to to watch. So I don't really know how that works. Do you, do you know or... I don't know, honestly. I did not know that. I thought it was all during park closed hours okay. um, with a specific group of guests. Um, but that's that was a, my, that was my only uh, experience with it. Even my ticket, I got it from a full time cast member who was going to bring it, me as a guest because oh, okay. um, oh, college right. program kids weren't even applicable. Uh, that you're not able to to go. Mm-mm. Okay. At least, I mean, that's how it was my year. I went. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of that's really cool that they're going to be recording some during operating hours. I would almost, I mean, on your free day, you should swing by and see if you can see anything. Uh, uh it might be maybe, crowded. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care that much, and if I could avoid the crowds, where that's true, where I need so. Uh, but cool. So yeah, the holiday tapings are doing uh, going on there. So that that was a little fun to chat about. Uh, and then these last two news stories for the today are taking place over at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, so Harambe Nights is returning. Circles of Flavor, Harambe at night. So, uh, Katie, why don't you kind of bring us through that? Yeah, so you can make reservations um, beginning right now for bookings starting on December 4th. Um, so it's a pretty immersive experience over in the Animal Kingdom. So you begin at the train station in Harambe for the reception featuring music, light snacks, specialty beverages. Um, and then you actually get on the Wildlife Express train to go to your first destination. And you can meet your favorite characters from Lion King, engage in a bunch of fun activities, and be introduced to the stories of the big five animals. So the leopards, the cape buff the African elephants, rhinoceroses, and the hero of the event, of course, the lion. Um, So you get to enjoy your time there, and then it's back onto the train and off to the Harambe Market for a street festival celebration, kind of uh, featuring a bunch of upbeat music, some good savory food and desserts, beverage pairings, and of course, kids' activities, much, much more. Um, Basically, it sounds like anything that uh, you will want, you should be uh, able to find there in this festival. Um, so you also include in this event, which is really cool, is a Kilimanjaro Safari's virtual reality experience. Um, I hadn't heard that part before, so I'm very interested to getting more information on what exactly that would entail. Um, have you heard anything more about that? Um, all I know, it's like they give you some, like, um, virtual reality goggles, and then it, it gives you like a 360 view, I guess, of the different parts of the Kilimanjaro Safari. Oh, cool. um, that's yeah, that's pretty much all I know. There wasn't a lot of information uh, on that. Neat. I can't wait to hear. I hope, hopefully, I can uh, find people who are able to experience this and get more information on it because that sounds really fun. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be on Wednesdays from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, all the way through April and can be booked by calling or booked online. And the pricing is $125 for adults and then $99 for children ages 3 to 9 plus tax. Um, and you do need separate park admission um, in order to have this reservation. So all in all, I don't think it's one of the more expensive ones. It's kind of steep. Um, but it sounds like a very unique experience that you could add on. So I don't know. This would be something I probably would be interested in. Yeah. So what? Yeah. One of the other things is that there, like, when you get back to the Harami Market, there's seven food stations, 
and they're all kind of uh, themed uh, around like those big five animals and stuff. Um, so there's a, it's like, it's kind of like a really mini food and wine uh, over there. So there's just, there's actually a lot of different options to choose from. So uh, you could probably recuperate your $125 with oh, the, sure. the beverages and the snacks itself. Cause there's, uh, a, there's like a big menu uh, item up there so there's like the the african lion station cape buffalo the rhinoceros the elephant station and the leopard station uh but they have some like specialty beverages one of the ones i'm looking at is called the talking monkey which has coffee liqueur banana liqueur and an espresso infused snow leopard vodka um, and there's a lot of african beers and wines uh so uh, but some of the foods, there's there's a plenty of like vegetarian options. So there's like a vegetable curry. There's also um, uh, shrimp curry. Then there's uh, steak. Uh, there's chicken fingers and chicken tenders. And uh, <laughs> one of the dessert stations uh, has a honey caramel candy bar with crispy pearls. Ooh. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of cool things. A lot of snacks. So the, that's I mean, there's a whole menu online. You can you can check that out. Um, but yeah, the circles of flavors Harambe at night sounds pretty awesome. I I don't I'm not sure if I would do it. I mean, I'm gonna not be, I'm not gonna be able to do it. But yeah, so this is returning. This happened earlier this year, but yeah, it's coming back starting December fourth. So very cool. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, and then also uh, the last thing I want to mention because I, I actually really want to do this when when I go like I'm not a big character like I don't do meet and greets with characters, but. Uh, one of my favorite characters growing up was Rafiki, and I I know he's been out and about before. I've just I don't know I never thought about meeting him, but um, <laughs> the they have a new meet and greet with uh, Timon and Rafiki over at um, uh, Discovery Island in the Animal Kingdom Park. Uh, so uh, it, that's the, it's uh, the character landing located near the Dinoland USA entrance, uh, and there's going to be like a Lion King backdrop. So. I wanted to mention that because that's actually something I want to do on this upcoming trip. I want to try to meet them if the line is, is not too long. Yeah, for sure. They were out meeting um, and we almost went down to meet them. But then when we uh, went up to talk to the cast members, she said it was about half an hour to wait, which mm. isn't too bad for a character. Um, but See, I wouldn't wait. <laughs> no, ex- yeah, exactly. Like, it, that wasn't as thing. And I've I've met Simone and Rafiki on um, different occasions already. So it wasn't something I was as driven towards. Um, but yeah, so it's actually, so the character landing, it's kind of down where Pocahontas used to meet. And I think Tarzan used to meet out there sometimes. Um, it always used to be like a rotating character down there. Um, but now it's cool. It sounds like it's going to be uh, permanently Timon and Rafiki. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I would wait a half hour, but like definitely if it's like 10, 15 minutes, like I could do that. So. Yeah. And you can always look on the app too. I think a lot of people don't realize that characters um, and their locations are listed in the My Disney Experience app. Yeah. You just have to change from wait times to characters and it'll show where they're meeting. And usually it'll give you like a time frame. Now, sometimes it'll just say, you know, park open to park quotes, which just means they'll be out intermittently. Um, but yeah, it's use the app to figure out where the characters are to meet, and hopefully, uh, it doesn't give you wait times, of course, unless they have an actual, um, like, like character, a fast like, pass m- stop yeah, like or a something. fast pass or an yeah. actual line versus just a character meet area. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, um, I don't know how many characters would meet because I don't think anyone's on our trip is like a big uh, kind of character 
meet mm. and greet. Like my wife, she's she's not into it, and I'm I'm pretty sure the other folks aren't. Like they think they're all about like the rides. They just want to ride stuff. Right, um, right, right. Me, all about I'm all about the food. I just want to eat like <laughs> all the food. We were talking some of the people at our party last night. They're the ones going on our trip. I was like, man, I get it. I probably have like at least six snacks before noon. Like I probably. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited to go on the trip. This is the the last new show for a few weeks uh, because, yeah, starting – I'm leaving Thursday night on Halloween. I'm heading down to Walt Yay! Disney World, which is so exciting. I can't believe it's been like a year and a half since I've, I've gone. Um, I think I talked about it while you were gone. I, I Since I started the show, since I've started this podcast, I have not been to Walt Disney World. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I know. It's kind of weird to think about, right? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I haven't gone. So yeah, just so excited to go down. Um, get a quick reminder to everyone, uh, Wednesday, November 6th, we're doing a monorail crawl. If, if you want to join, reach out, let me know. Uh, we're going to start probably around like four or 5 PM, uh, and start over at the contemporary. So I'll probably put, I'll put some more details out on that soon. Uh, I know some people are going, uh, so that's super exciting. Sorry, Katie, that we're not there at the same time. I know. We tried. It's fine. A few, a couple weeks off. It's all good. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So, uh, Katie, I think that's that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Um, yeah. So, Katie, where can we find you? You guys come hang out with me over on Instagram. I am found at Magically Mootsy. And then if you ever want to email me any questions or comments, you can email me at Katie at excesspresspodcast.com. Excellent. Yeah. And make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave us a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, make sure you check out all of our shows at excesspresspodcast.com. Um, you can check out all the shows over there and make sure you're following me on social media, especially this upcoming week. Uh, because I'll be posting a lot uh, on Instagram, and I'll, you can also follow me on uh, Facebook over at Excess Press Podcast. Um, now, Katie, I'm kind of curious uh, how you kind of went about your social media, because like when you were at the parks. Because like I kind of talked about it on like my last show. Because like I'm gonna try and just be more in the moment and not like worry about like posting all the time. Like mm-hmm. not like post. I know some people like to post everything they're doing. I don't want to do that. Like me. I'm going to be taking pictures and probably up like uploading them later. But like, how did like, how did you kind of go about it when you're in the parks? Yeah, kind of the same way. I like to be in the moment. Um, I've had trips in the past that I've really been zoned in on the Instagram on the social media and everything. And I kind of, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I was so focused on that and not actually enjoying it. Um, so this past trip, I pretty much just lived through my stories. I didn't post anything on my feed um, probably until towards the end when we started taking it even slower and had more downtime. Um, but yeah, I didn't post anything on my feed. I'm in a couple different engagement groups um, and I didn't engage with anyone pretty much unless I saw them as I was just normally scrolling through. Um, and even then I, I didn't really have time for that. So I it was on my, st- I posted things to my story and even then a lot of times it was afterwards, like on the bus back home, I would post a couple photos up there. Um, but yeah, I tried to live in the moment and I highly recommend that for everyone who's there for just a, a vacation. Locals, I understand it's, it's different because you have more time to go back, more flexibility. Um, but if you're just on there for a family vacation or a solo trip or anything, I, enjoy your experience, upload pictures later. That's what I recommend. Yeah, no, that's the same mentality I'm going in. I just want to make sure I'm... Um, 
I'm not looking down on my phone doing that. And I'll probably do something the way I did with my Italy trip, where it's like I took a lot of photos, and then like when I'm back at the hotel room, uh, I'll like I'll go and edit them because I could do that pretty quickly and just like mm-hmm. post those up on there. Um, just like all my photos throughout the day, and yeah, I kind of live through, uh, do that through the stories over, yeah, my Instagram stories instead of the posts. So yeah, and honestly, you're on your phone enough with the Disney Play app now that you don't have enough time for social media. <laughs> Oh, that's another thing too. Yeah, I want to. I'll still be on my phone, but on the Play Disney Parks, app. <laughs> right? Yeah, the Play Disney app. So make sure you bring your uh, battery charger packs. Oh, you're don't need worry. Them. Yeah, I'm already like yeah, setting them all out, getting them all ready to go. <laughs> I actually, I already all of my T-shirts that I'm wearing, they're all washed, they're folded. They just have to be put in the suitcase. Like they're oh, all man. ready to go. I know. You're prepared, way more prepared than I was. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I I have a lot of T-shirts ready to go. So perfect. Yeah, but all right, well. So yeah, I just wanted to give you a quick opinion on that because that's the last time I'm talking to you before I head out. Oh, no, I'll, I'll be talking to you later this week a couple times. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, we're also we're recording a couple shows this week. We got our Christmas episode that we have to record. Yes. Uh, I actually, like, completely forgot about that until I looked at my <laughs> calendar. I was like, oh, we have to. I have to make all the notes for that. So that's, oh, no. that's coming up. Uh, and then your trip report as well. So, yeah, everyone yes. be on the lookout for that. So, all right, well, we have rambled enough. Let's get out of here. So... <laughs> Everyone, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.